so we have a lot of readings and revisions to revise and <laughs> revisions to do so let's see what do we have we have data structures and in data structures there are arrays linked list stack queue trees and graphs and b trees so, and some sorting techniques and searching yeah so now let's see the definition of an array uh, we are going to see all the definitions and properties and actually what they are right so uh, first is arrays so arrays are defined as the collection of similar type of data data similar type of data items stored at contiguous memory locations so what it's trying to say is that actually it says what it does right so it's a collection of similar type of data which is also known as homogeneous uh, homogeneous uh, type of data meaning if there is a integer data type stored in an array then all the elements would be of the same data type which is integer everything would be uh, an integer uh, 1 2 3 4 10 3 11 20 50 whatever it is okay now and stored in a contiguous memory location which means uh, contiguous means uh, i think it's means one by one it's a linear type of a uh, linear array which means it it's in one direction if you consider a matri- matrix of uh, order 1 it's a linear array you know now and contiguous means in actual contact right mm. contiguous square it's it's a, it's actually consecutive memory memory or uh, blocks of memory allocated to user processes are called con- contiguous memory for example if a user processes uh, needs some x bytes of um, contiguous memory then all the x bytes will reside in one place in the memory that is defined by a range of memory addresses which could be anything uh, 0x000 50 uh, 12256 whatever is the memory location but that location would be consecutive it would be what coherent or in a linear direction you actually know what i mean right now uh, what is let's see what's next arrays are the derived data type in c programming language which can be stored the primitive type of data such as integer double float etc so integer character double float are primitive data types okay so array is a derived data type and integer character double float are primitive data types okay now array is the simplest data structure where each elements can be randomly accessed by using its index number now the index number is the number 
assigned uh, to the element which goes like 0 1 2 3 and so on okay for example if you want to store the marks of a student in six subjects then we don't need to define different variables for the marks in different subjects you don't have to define uh, different variables instead of that you can define an array which can uh, which can store the marks in each subject at the contiguous memory locations so the array marks 10 defines the marks of the student in 10 different subjects where each subject marks uh, marks are located at a particular subscript in the array that is marks 0 denotes the marks in first subject marks 1 denotes the marks in second subject you know what i mean you know what i mean uh, marks 0 denotes the first subject marks 1 denotes the second subject and marks 3 denotes the uh, sorry marks mm, marks 2 uh, denotes the third subject right and arrays an arrays index starts with a zero so zero is the first element right now let's see the properties of array each element is of same data type and carries a same size that is integer four bytes an integer contains uh, uh, has four bytes an integer has four bytes each element or is of same data type and carries a same size right uh, elements of the array are stored at contiguous memory location we already know that where the first element is stored at the smallest memory location we also know that element of the array can be randomly accessed since we can calculate the address of each element of the array with the given base address yeah, base address and the size of data element so in in an array uh, using or uh, accessing an element is very easy because it's linear right uh, every single element is stored in a contiguous memory location it's it's uh, it's one by one it's one after the other mm? so why do we need an array in computer programming the most of the cases required to store the large number of data of similar type right if you want to store a lot of numbers in one data type in one array you can store there to store such amount of data we need to define large a large number of variables it, it would be very difficult to remember names of all the variables uh, while uh, writing the algorithm <laughs> so if there are 20 variables or 100 variables you are not going to define every single variable like var1 var2 var3 var4 and so on right you are not going to do that you are going to use a data structure <coughs> which is an array now instead of naming all the variables with a different name it, it is better to define an array and store all the elements into it right the let's see the following example right that illustrates how array can be useful in writing code for a particular prop for a particular problem 
uh, we have marks of a student in six different subjects. We, I think, we have already went through this example of subjects. Okay, whatever it is, the problem intends to calculate the average of all the marks of the students, right? In order to cal, in order to illustrate the importance of array, we have created two programs. One is without using an array, and other involves the use of array to store marks. So, here are two programs. Uh, in these two programs, oh, oh. Oh, I think it hit me now. So the in first example, uh, it, the it has created uh, for every single day value, they have created a, s a separate variable identifier for it, right? Marks one, marks two, marks three, marks four, whatever it is, right, and so on. In but when you use array, you can just write the mark six, and you can store every single uh, marks in it. Right, fifty six, eight, eight, seventy eight, eighty eight, seventy six, whatever it is. <sighs> now let's see what are the advantages of using array. So an array provides the single name for the group of variables. Of the same data, therefore, it is e easy to remember the name of all elements of an array. Yeah, that's what it is. What that's what it does. Traversing an array is very simple. We just need to in increment the base address of the array in order to visit each element one by one. Any element in the array can be directly accessed, directly accessed by using the index. Any element, right? Now let's see the memory allocation of the array. Uh, I think we can skip this one, or do we need to? As we have mentioned, all the data elements of an array are stored at continuous memory location in the main memory. Okay, whatever it is, I don't care. I really don't care. Accessing elements of an array. To access any random element of an array, we need the following information base address of the address yeah base, it's called base address not index address it's actually the index but we call it the base address of the array size of the element in bytes uh, in array the size of the elements are in bytes which type uh, which type of indexing array follows okay okay uh, i got it Array is done now. We are. I am done with array. Let's see. Two D array, which is two dimensional array. The previous one or the base one and the element one type of the array was single dimensional array or one D array, whatever you call it. Now we have two two D array, two dimensional array. In two D array, can be defined as array of arrays, right? array of arrays array ka array right the 2d array is organized as matrices which can be represented as the collection of rows and columns right in in matrices we have rows and columns 
and in 2D arrays we have arrays of array which 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 is also m into n type of format however 2D arrays are created to implement a relational data database look alike data structure it provides easy of holding bulk of data at once which can be passed to any number of function wherever required right um at once which can be passed to any hmm we can store a bulk of array in it right hmm ha hmm to declare a two dimensional array you don't have to do anything you just have to uh, use block brackets uh, and store the max rows and uh, max rows and in the second block brackets closed block brackets you have two closed block brackets right so one is for rows and other is for columns m into n accessing the element is also very simple you just have to write a two block brackets i j m and whatever it is okay uh, initializing is also very simple um huh. i think we understood two dimensional array as well now let's have linked list so what are linked list linked list uh, hmm so before we we are going to understand what linked list are or before understanding the linked list concept we first look at why there is a need for linked list okay so if you want to store a value in memory in a memory we need a memory manager that manages the memory for every variable for example if we want to create a variable of integer type like intx integer x in the above example we have created a variable x of type integer as we know that integer variable occupies four bytes so x variable will occupy four bytes to store the value let's suppose we want to create an array of integer type like int integer x uh, with the value 3 in it uh, we have declared an array of size 3 as we know that all the values of array are stored in a contiguous manner so all the three va uh, values of an array are stored in a sequential manner yeah the word here is sequential right previously i have not uh, i didn't uh, uh there was no word i think uh, sequential used in there but the sequential word is necessary here right it's a series it's sequential it's continuous right it's linear there are several ways to describe an array okay so the total memory space occupied by the array would be 3 into 4 equals 12 bytes because we have three values and a single value in a, or sorry a single element in an array 
is of four bytes. So obviously it's three into four, which is twelve bytes. Okay. There are two major drawbacks of using an array. So let's see the drawbacks of array. Right. We need to know what are the drawbacks of array and why do we use linked list instead of using an array. Right. So we cannot insert more than three elements in the above uh, uh, in the array because it's it has a fixed size an array has a fixed size because only three spaces are allocated for three elements now in the case of an array lots of wastage of memory can occur for example if we declare an array of 50 size but we insert only 10 elements in an array so in this case the memory space for other element other 40 elements will be wasted and cannot be used by another variable as the whole space as the whole space is occupied by an array so the drawback is that if you declare 50 uh, is size 50 of an array then it it would occupy the space for all 50 elements of it of um, of the array mm, but if you only only use 10 elements in that array of size 50 then the other 40 elements would would be would stay empty but it will occupy this memory space so if you want to save memory then you sh then an array has a drawback there array has a trade off using yeah using an array there is a trade off of something okay now in an in array we are providing the fixed size at the compile time due to which wastage of memory occurs right the solution to this problem is to use the linked list right So now here comes the linked list. So what are linked list? A linked list is also a collection of elements. It's also a collection of elements. It stores elements. A list stores elements, right? L actually I'm using this word a lot of times. I don't know why but it is what it is, right? We store something there. <laughs> okay? A linked list is also a collection of elements, but the element are not stored in a consecutive location it's not in a consecutive location it's not in a contiguous location it's not in a sequential manner right so it's not stored in a consecutive location suppose a programmer made a request for storing the integer value then then size of 4 byte memory block is assigned to the integer value Uh, okay okay the programmer made another request for storing three more integer uh, integer elements then three different memory blocks are assigned to these three elements but the memory blocks are available in a random location right so how are the elements connected how are these elements connected uh, these elements are linked to each other by providing one additional information along with an element that is what is that what is that particular information that let's see that is the address of the next element so 
a single entity or a single node has a data part and it has a link part or to be more intuitive a next part so because it contains the address of the next node right now the variable that stores the address of the next element is known as a pointer so we we use a pointer here to store the address of the next element or the next node therefore we conclude that the linked list contains two parts that is the first one is the data element and the other is the link or the pointer first is data element the is the other is the pointer the pointer value variable occupies four bytes which is pointing to the next element right a uh, linked list can be also be defined as the so let's see the definition of the linked list now a linked list can also be defined as the collection of the nodes in which one node is connected to the other node and the node consists of two parts that is one is the i think we should go go through this again hmm. a linked list can also be defined as the let's like the collection it's the collection of nodes it's the collection it's the collection of nodes in which one node is connected to another node and and node consists of two parts that is one is the data part and the second one is the address part as shown in the below figure okay collection of nodes right hmm uh in the uh, no we can observe that each node contains the data and the address of the next node data and the address of the next node the last node of the linked list contains null value in the address part okay so the last node contains the null part because it's not pointing to anything it does not contain a pointer of the next node it does not it doesn't right so the last node uh, is the last node of the linked list contains the null value in the address part okay how can we declare let's see how how do we declare a linked list declaration of an an array is very simple as it as it is of single type but the linked list contains two parts which are of two different types okay a linked list has one simple variable right one simple variable because it contains the data part right the data part one is a simple variable and the second one is a pointer variable we can declare the linked list by using the user defined data type known as a structure <laughs> we, are, we are using structure because we are using c language right you can create node using class or a, uh, some other <laughs> okay okay leave 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 so we have a structure first we will write structure then node 
then we'll create a block of curly brackets then integer data the variable part then the structure node which is self it's a self referential structure right a self referential referential structure uh, points to itself like uh, the name of the node is node struct node then then we are pointing to node so the next pointer contains the address of its own structure right struct node yeah i got uh, we got it right so what are the advantages of using a linked list over an array the following are the advantages delete them no no let's see the advantages right the first uh, the first is a dynamic data structure the size of the linked list is not fixed it's not fixed uh, as it can vary according to our requirements because whatever is required it does that but in an array there is a fixed size it has a fixed size now insertion and deletion insertion and deletion in linked list are easier than array as the element in an array are stored in a consecutive location in contrast in the case of linked list uh, so we said an array is arrays are stored in a consecutive location or in a sequential memory or manner or in contigu contiguous memory locations right now in contrast in the case of linked list the elements are stored in random locations the the elements are stored in a random lo lo location it's non contiguous it's non sequential it's uh, stored in random location and um, e each element is stored in a node and every single node is connected to the other node but all the uh, all other nodes are stored in not in a non sequential manner in a random location so here the complexity for insertion and deletion of the element oh let's leave that uh, while in the case of an array the uh, i will leave that too okay. uh, if if we want to insert or delete the element in an array then we need to shift the elements for creating the space on the other hand in the linked list we do not have to shift the elements in the linked list we just need to update the address of the pointer in the node we just have to update the address of the pointer you don't have to do anything you just you just have to uh, update the address of the pointer right pointer is used here to point to the next node right now a memory efficient a linked list of memory efficient its memory consumption is efficient as the size of the linked list can grow or shrink according to our requirements and implementation both these stacks and queues 
can be implemented using linked list right using linked list we can implement stack and queues <sighs> right so we have covered over one two three four five five advantages which is dynamic data structure because it does not have a have a fixed size it's a dynamic structure right then the second one is insert insertion and deletion we could do that and memory efficient the size of the linked list can grow or shrink according to our requirement it it's up to our requirements but uh, in in an array while using an array there is a trade off of memory now let's see the disadvantages disadvantages of linked list okay um, we should always look at the both sides pros and cons it's the con con side the disadvantages of linked list memory usage the node is linked linked list the node in a linked list occupies more memory than and than as than array as each node occupies two types of variables that is one is simple variable the other is a pointer variable that occupies four bytes right so now we'll now here what what uh, linked list does is a single node has a link part and a data part a data variable and a link pointer variable right so both the variables <sighs> so both the variables occupies up to 4 bytes in the memory but while using array hmm you don't have to do that because you don't have to use a pointer or a link right so we use more memory in linked list but uh, <laughs> it's it's our needs it's up to our needs we are not wasting anything we are using everything right so the next is traverser in a linked list the traversal traversal is not easy if we want to access the elements in a linked list we cannot access the elements randomly but in the case but in the case of an array we can randomly access the elements of uh, elements by index by, by we can randomly access the elements by its index if we know the ba base index uh, <laughs> you don't have to do anything man you just have to type the index number and the and you can access the value very easily now for example if we want to access the third node then we need to traverse all the nodes before it so the time required to access a particular node is large right you have to uh, literally have to find uh, every single node through its previous node so that you can traverse through the whole list right it's a linked list but uh, in but in an array the elements are stored in a continuous manner in a consecutive manner in a sequential manner in a linear way right 
so uh, here everything is one by one so you don't have to do anything in array you can just traverse through whole through the whole program you just have to type the index number of the array and you have the value but in a linked list the time required to access a particular node is large right it's large now reversing reversing traversing right reverse traversing or backtracking it's also known as backtracking but uh, you don't have to write we we are not going in there because it's a whole another another rabbit hole right now rever reverse traversing we were talking about reverse traversing in a linked list backtracking or reverse traversing is difficult in a doubly linked list it it is easier but requires more memory to store the back pointer oh man <laughs> see linked list is a nice data structure i like linked list but the trade off the drawback or the disadvantage of a linked list is that it uses a lot of memory man it uses a lot of memory and because in a singly linked list we have a variable and a pointer and in a doubly linked list we have a variable a pointer which uh, which stores the address of the next node and we have uh all and also uh, it has one more pointer variable which stores the address of the previous node so that uh, so a single node has uh, has two pointer variables and a data variable so <laughs> you know what i mean it stores it requires a lot of memory now so uh, now we have um, seen the three disadvantages of a linked list the first one is memory usage it it uses a lot of memory than uh, array and traversal which is uh, going through uh, every single element one by one and doing something okay traversal is not easy it uses a lot of memory and the third one is reverse traversing or backtracking it's difficult or it uh, it uses a lot of memory because the every, every single node is stored in, in a different location and every, every single node has two things a data variable and a link link pointer or link variable pointer okay Mem memory usage traversal reverse traversing or backtracking okay Mm, uh, let's go through the advantage and disadvantages again see the advantage is dynamic data structure insertion and deletion memory efficient implementation of stack and queues memory efficient implementation insertion deletion actually it's memory efficient because it does not waste memory it uses memory right we have the if you have 16 gb of ram why won't you use that you you will do anything with it you'll play games or do something use premiere pro edit something and use the chrome or 
use the Chrome browser and open 50 tabs and watch. <laughs> you just <laughs> use the whole thing. Just <laughs> you know what I mean. Now the disadvantage is <laughs> the advantage is it's memory efficient and the disadvantage is it uses memory <laughs> memory usage and its advantage is uh, insertion and deletion but its disadvantage is traversal traversal is difficult it's not easy hmm? and also reverse traversing which is backtracking hmm? now let's see the application of applications of linked list where it is applied right where we can use a linked list so the application of the linked list uh, are, is whatever it is <laughs> are. so with the help of a linked list the polynomials can be represented as well as uh, we can perform the operations on the poly polynomial we know the, that polynomial is a collection of terms in which each term contains coefficient and power the coefficients and the power of each item each term are stored as one node and link pointer which points to the next element as linked list so linked list can be used to create delete and display the polynomials see we are here we are just giving you a random example right see the next application is a sparse matrix a sparse uh, is used in scientific computation and numerical analysis so a linked list is used to represent the sparse matrix a linked list is used to represent the sparse matrix so let's see what is a sparse matrix i just <laughs> forgot everything i just Oh, so a sparse matrix is a matrix which has most which whose most elements are zero. Uh, most of the elements are zero, right? Uh, now various operations like student details, employee details or product details can be implemented using the linked list. <laughs> All the details, right? List as the linked list used data structure and data type that can be that can hold different data types stack, queue, trees, and various other data structures can implement implemented using linked list. So the advantage and the implementation of a linked list is that it can it can be used to implement stack and queues and trees. The gra uh, the fourth application is the graph is a collection of edge and vertices and the graph can be represented as adjacency matrix and adjacency list. If we want to represent the graph as an adjacency 
adjacent to whatever it is right I, matrix then it can be implemented as an array if we want to represent the graph as an adjacent c list it can be implemented as linked list as well hmm? now to implement hashing and we require hash tables the hash tables contain uh, entries that are implemented using linked list a linked list can be used to implement dynamic memory alloc allocation right so the last or the what is for the sixth application is that it can also implement dynamic memory allocation the link a linked list can be used to implement dynamic memory allocation the dynamic memory allocation is the memory allocation done at the runtime so the allocation is done at the runtime the memory allocation is done at the runtime right dynamic uh, so dynamic memory allocation hashing hash tables graphs stack queue tree implementation various details like student details employee details product details can be implemented using linked list sparse matrix right i'm repeating it again sparse matrix yeah. 